Do you like to travel? Well, I do. And uh, there's actually use for blockchain in travel. Welcome to Blockchain from the Block. I hate traveling. I oh, love I traveling. It. I love traveling, but I also hate traveling. <laughs> no, I knew it. I'm IBB and this is Luca from Eternity and we're talking about blockchain and the travel industry. Uh, frankly, Croatia, where we're from, tourism is a very important industry. It makes more than 20% of the... Uh, I think even more. 22, 3, Maybe 25, 30. Oh, Jesus um, Christ, we're really dependent on tourism. If you've been yeah, to Dubrovnik... just like Greece, just like all the you know tourist countries. That's, that's a double-edged sword. Yeah, it always is. I mean, I like the fact that we have a growing tourism industry. I like going to Dubrovnik, I like going to Split and so on and so forth. But, uh, I mean, and of course, there's been a lot of disruption from services like Booking and Airbnb connecting renters directly to tourists. But I'm guessing that there's another perspective as far as blockchain goes, right? Yeah. I mean, it's pretty straightforward. Uh, If you remember the days before Airbnb and similar services, you had... Zimmerfrei. Zimmerfrei. But not only Zimmerfrei, you had things like couch surfing, you had like... like uh, Before Airbnb? House sharing, yeah. yeah. As services? Yeah. Well, I was aware of that, actually. Exactly. So you had couch surfing that basically if you offered someone a couch, you can sleep on their couch and within the network. You had uh, house sharing, the same thing. It was quite a thing. And then services like Airbnb basically allowed everyone with a home or an extra room or, I don't know, real estate to offer it and behave as a hotel. So you had centralized services like Airbnb connecting you directly to the, to the offer and vice versa. So they would create uh, an offer in demand at the same place. With, you know, utilizing blockchain here is a very, let's say, straightforward thought experiment because... Well, blockchain is all about cutting out the middleman and removing, let's say, the trust you need in the system. For example, if you are a host at Airbnb, you trust that Airbnb will protect you if somebody damages, you know, sets fire on your in your. Yeah, apartment. those things did tend to happen. There, there, there were a few scandals as far as Airbnb uh, yeah. locations go, but yeah, Airbnb took care of it. Let's yeah, say. but that's the thing. You have you're relying on a on a centralized service to you know protect your interests. What happens is if you rely on centralized services, you have a single point of failure. What blockchain is trying to do in this industry is trying to remove that. I mean, yes, of course you have insurance. I mean, hopefully Airbnb has insurance uh, if you're a host, but that also is subjected to many many clauses and many many variables. So if you apply this logic to the blockchain space, what you receive is a system that automatically removes and penalizes the wrongdoer, you know, from the system immediately. Imagine it, if you do damage in, I don't know, someone's apartment, you would be forever banned to travel forever through the system. It's like somebody banned you from Airbnb. And then you need to do, use only hotels or only Zimmerfra or something like this. We have a couple of examples. I mean, here in the Balkans, you have two quite successful um, things like 15 to go, which is like um, uh, crowdsourcing travel. For example, you're looking for buddies uh, and you have a system that will connect you to 
someone of your you know kind of liking to travel to i don't know thailand or azerbaijan or somewhere like this you have companies like Locktrip. Uh, Locktrip is a direct competitor of airbnb which basically cuts out a middleman and basically connects you directly to the to the seller um so basically a traveler is connected directly to the hotel or the renter the fees are significantly lower because they use blockchain because they use cryptocurrencies because they are using token-based uh, transfer va- value of transfer and they don't have a big overhead so they're just getting started but i'm really looking forward to seeing what's gonna come up you know from this they are um, a bulgarian team they, they 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 did a token sale i think two years ago and they have their service ready and uh, i think uh, you know there is a certain usage i mean there is a lot of people or certain amount of people using it and um, yeah i think uh, eternity also uh, did something uh, partnered with them so all of our travels are going to get booked through log trip or something similar. I'm not familiar with the details, but I think uh, it's something like this. Do you think that's a challenge that, I mean, tourism is a very traditional industry. Yeah. You have a lot of renters that are still like first generation, let's say, or maybe yeah. older people. How, I mean, are we just going to get the geeks using Locktrip to rent their spaces? I don't or? think so. I don't think so. If you look at Airbnb, it took, it got adopted instantly. Yeah, in Croatia, Croatia exactly. it, it, it literally found an industry ready for them. Right, it's it's the same with like yeah. digital marketing. It was very logical for the tourism industry to actually adopt it. It will get adopted if it will become more efficient or better for the renter or better for the traveler. If it will have a better user experience or something better than the existing ones. So Just, it's a marketplace issue. It's basically like yeah, exactly. you need users in order to get renters as well. Exactly. So catch twenty two. But I think they have a very nice portfolio. I think. I don't know, 12,000 or something like this of, of assets across the globe uh, through a couple of partnerships that I've done. And I'm really looking forward to, I haven't tried them out. I just checked their uh, white paper. I checked their uh, product. And um, for me, it was a very interesting thought experiment in seeing, is blockchain a real solution for something like this, for you know solving problems in the travel industry, especially in the renting industry? And I think it might, you know, it might... Uh, Quite be so, you know. If you want to book, for example, if you use Airbnb or if you use Booking.com or any of similar services, you have multiple ranges of prices. You know, on Airbnb, it's one price. On Booking.com, it's another price. I mean, the same same place. And then, you know, if you go directly, then there's a third price. So there's many like variables. This kind of can unify them in a very straightforward way. I wonder if that's going to challenge the industry to reinvent itself. Definitely, we did an interview with Locktrip, and let's find out more about them. So, Locktrip. Your company actually has a very interesting use case. Uh, how did the idea for Locktrip came to live? I think the whole story began actually uh, in 2011. Locktrip was incorporated in 2017, and we started first work on the platform, and then we did our ICO. But both me and my partner, uh, Nicole Alexandrov, we have been around in crypto since we heard about Bitcoin. It was by the start of 2011 when I was playing a lot of games and through gaming, I stumbled upon Mount Gox, which before an exchange for Bitcoin was actually a platform for Magic the Gathering, one game with trading cards. And this is how I found Bitcoin. Uh, 
I saw that the service of Mount Gox was not so good, and we decided to create our own exchange. We founded Bitcoin7.com, which started operation in May 2011. This exchange quickly grew to the third largest in terms of volume in the whole world. Uh, back then, it was a different story, like Bitcoin was about $2, quickly raised until until 30, I think, if I remember correctly, and then fell down. We exited the platform, uh, but we remain well aware of what's happening in crypto. Then my partner, Nikola, he started another startup, which was in the um, hospitality industry. He created a platform which aggregated different hotels and compared prices. This is something very similar to what Trivago did on a later stage. And this is how he managed to gather a lot of insights and experience in the travel industry. Two years ago, uh, we were thinking again about how we can combine this development in the crypto sphere, like from, from Bitcoin, which is which used to be only uh, as used as an electronic money, we now had Ethereum, which allowed us to make more complex programs, the smart contracts, which can you can you can code conditions and you can govern money and the experience which we have already gathered since Bitcoin 7. This is how at that time we started with Lockchain. This was the initial name of Locktrip. Uh, we wanted to use the distributed application as to improve the current state of the hotels and Airbnb bookings. The online travel agencies, just like Booking.com, Airbnb, Agoda, and many other. Uh, the whole idea uh, is to connect the traveler directly with the hosts or the hotel, so we can offer the inventory of hotels on a cheaper price, skipping some middlemen and utilizing a real shared economy. This is how we started and we managed to to build the entire idea. So Locktrip is based on uh, not one, but several components. One is the online travel agency, which is currently under beta.locktrip.com. And there you have access to about 400,000 hotels, which are now available to book and should be on a on an average 20% cheaper price than most other online travel agencies. The second aspect is the blockchain. As we started uh, using Ethereum and the, and the smart contracts based on Solidity, we faced different problems on the Ethereum blockchain uh, when it comes to the token economy and the business model behind, lock, behind Locktrip we had to design our own blockchain so we can tackle these problems. I'm not sure if I have to get into more details on this because it's particularly technical. How willing do you think that people are to use cryptocurrencies when booking a hotel? Can you tell us a little bit more? You know, Locktip's ICO was more as a, a crowdfunding campaign. Like we sold our tokens to more than 5,000 people and all these people, they were well aware that they can use the tokens to book their trips. So uh, when we started, uh, we, we made the platform available. A lot of these early adopters used the tokens to make uh, their bookings. Uh, but these people, they, they're 
in the crypto community, so they were aware of how you can use cryptocurrencies. If you look at it for a mass user, this is not the best, uh, not the best way. Like it's still not user friendly, and people are not understanding so easily how to use and how to book with uh, cryptocurrency. Uh, so for us, it was very important to introduce the traditional way of payment with credit cards, which helped us to boost a lot the reservations, the number of reservations, the number of bookings. And uh, we were among the first in the world who introduced the credit card payment, which the user can use as as normally as he goes on Booking.com and books a hotel. But on the back end, our service accepts the payment in fiat and uh, purchases the cryptocurrency from direct connection with the exchanges. And we use this cryptocurrency again to, to do the booking on the blockchain. We hope that this, uh, this service will help the adoption of crypto. For now, people are still finding it hard to use cryptocurrency for even for this service, even for, for such kind of discount. What is actually the benefit of using Locktrip instead of some of your competitors, so Booking or Airbnb? Uh, well, of course, the main benefit is the price. If you book a hotel on, in Booking.com, which costs you $120, in Locktrip it will be $100. Uh, the online travel agencies, they have their commission, which varies across different uh, hotel chains and different countries. Uh, for example, Booking.com charges between 5% and 50%. And the hotel owner can choose how much he wants to give. And the more he gives, the more exposure his hotel receives and more reservations from the platform. Airbnb has a different model, but again, it is a large stake as a commission, uh, as a middleman. There are also additional commissions that's for the, let's say, the payment provider. Like if you're paying with credit card, you have 2 two to 3% additional commission. And this is what we look to achieve in the future to, to, to remove all of these or, or at least to lower, to lower them significantly. And in the end of the day, the hotel you're booking is absolutely the same, whether you're going to book it on booking.com or another website or Locktrip. But if you pay 20% cheaper, this is what what the, the biggest value which Locktrip gives at the moment. And this is also the value which is very easy to recognize, to be recognized by the customers. Is there a benefit for your company being based in the Balkans? Um, we'd like to think about Locktrip as a global company without any borders or specific regions. I'm not sure that the Balkans were, like, I'm born here and I really love my region and my country. But such kind of projects could have originated everywhere. Specifically, what what was very important for us here, I think, is that uh, traditionally we have very good technical talent here. And this helped us, especially with the competition, that for a very short period of time, we managed to deliver on all of our promises. At first, we had an idea, a vision, but then every single month we delivered an upgrade to the product, new features, and we continue to do that. And I think this is really, this is typical for the whole region. Like here we have really good technical talent concentrated on one place with good experience, with good understanding of new technology. And with also, I think, with some good traditions in crypto, like Eastern Europe was one of the first early adopters of the cryptocurrencies widely back in 2011. So I think this could still be one of the benefits for our project being situated here. Luca, I think I might uh, rent something on Locktrip. Like what? 
<laughs> An apartment on the sea, saying what do you think? <laughs> no, but seriously, like it seems that it could be a very interesting platform if they actually manage to get a lot of users interested as well. I mean, for, especially for Croatia, this could be a very, very interesting venture for a lot of people, right? Yeah, look, I mean, I I travel a lot and I see a couple of really annoying things uh, still present, even in services like Airbnb booking and all of these things. How can you say that? Because I know. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I think if they hit it off uh, in a proper way, and I'm not talking about booking the trips itself, because that's that's a pretty straightforward one, but everything before and after, uh, location, uh, invoices, uh, VAT invoices, this kind of invoices, that kind of invoices, that kind of things can be payments. That kind of things can be um, you know, done in a much more efficient way, using smart contracts or using automatic payment systems, you know, stuff like this. Yeah, that's a topic for another time, it seems. Hope you enjoyed this episode. This was IBB and Luca. Share, subscribe, and like as always. Listen to you next time. Thank you from Blockchain from the Block. Blockchain from the Block.